My name is Jeff Epstein. I am a volunteer with the Bernie Sanders campaign. I'm currently in Niles, Ohio, in the campaign office, uh, knocking on doors and making phone calls for Bernie Sanders and doing lots of different things. Um, I am currently on the phone with... What is your name? C. And your last name? Koduru. It's tough to uh, pronounce the last name, so let's go with Sri. Okay. Um, so uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got to know Bernie Sanders? Well, uh, I'm an international student right now living in Indiana. And I got interested in Bernie by looking at some of his speeches like late uh, July, August of last year. And his speeches were really interesting. And uh, then I looked up uh, his YouTube profile where I could speak from the 1980s. And uh, it, I got really inspired seeing such an honest politician. Nowadays, such honest politicians are really rare. So I started getting involved in Reddit and knew more, and that's how I became a supporter of Bernie. And uh, what do you like about Bernie Sanders? Like, what what's appealing to you about him? Uh, yeah, his honesty, his consistency, and his uh, uh, what do you say? Integrity. Uh, yeah, integrity. Uh, I mean, he's stubborn in the way he he goes about around his life where he wants to always make sure he does the best for people, even though the opportunities he has in life are impossible to make things happen, but he still goes ahead and tries things. Like, for example, he he, he knew that uh, in getting involved in an election where two big parties have already members and a third-party player in the 1970s was tough, but he still stood up for elections, for four different elections, and even though he had no chances, he tried his best, canvassed and campaigned, uh, as third-party members, uh, without getting discouraged, even though he lost so many elections initially, uh, I liked his uh, commitment and uh, stubbornness to getting things done and getting involved. And uh, when did you discover him? Uh, yeah, I told you, right? Uh, it was uh, late July. Oh, uh, late July. Okay. And have you done, do you have experience in politics before Bernie Sanders? Uh, well, uh, uh, the, uh, I come from India, and India is also some, uh, somewhat corrupt, uh, like U.S. Uh, in politics. So, uh, but I've seen some honest politicians in India too, like Bernie Sanders. They have they have people like Bernie, but they have not come as far as Bernie has come. Uh, so I do follow politics. It was mostly Indian politics. With Bernie, I started following American politics. Um, and is there any any equivalence in in, in India like Bernie? Yeah, I um, mean, uh, not uh, he's from my st in India. They're like 29 states. He's only from my state, and his name is called Jay Prakash Narayan. Uh, but he also like Bernie became a state rep in India uh, through his honesty without taking any uh, uh, money and all, being non-corrupt and being uh, funded for the people and all. But uh, after the first election, uh, things got really heated up, and he lost the second election, even though he tried his best. So he was just a one-term state rep. And uh, is there a difference with, uh, like, 
you know, the political revolution with Bernie Sanders is all about getting people together and standing up and not, you know, standing up together. And uh, is that is that more or less difficult in India? Uh, it's a lot more difficult in India than U.S., obviously, because in India you have uh, a lot of uh, character politics where uh, people are uh, completely Character? Biased. Did you say character Yeah, politics? character, that's right. Ca- I mean, not character. See, you can say relig- uh, religion politics or caste politics. Sorry, I meant caste politics. Oh, caste, okay. Sorry, caste. Uh, that's the best way to put it. Caste politics. So, like, yeah, like Hindu is a religion where you have so many uh, castes and all in in Hindu. So people say, uh, my caste people should vote for my caste people and all, and they keep end up keep supporting them for caste and all these things, and they know they care more about the caste mm-hmm. rather than the character of the person or the person's goals and uh, the person's platform on the team. Okay. And class platform is something which is least concerned in India and people. Uh, like uh, to be frank, uh, Indian politics is more like the uh, Republican politics in a bigger, a bigger scale, where people care more about oh he's a Christian, so I'm going to vote for a Christian. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to vote for a socialist. I'm not going to vote for a Jew. I'm not going to vote for a Muslim. Something like that. Okay. I care more okay. about because he's Christian. I'm going to vote for him. Okay. I don't care. So, I'm going to kill the Jews. I'm going, uh, uh, I'm going to vote for him. Something like that. Okay. Okay. So, what um, what um, what have you been doing for the campaign, or related well, to the campaign? Uh, uh, I've I've been comp- uh, whenever I'm free, I'm on Reddit, and I try to contribute to Reddit through Sanders. Not Sanders I, for president on Reddit. Bernie on Reddit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I just joined Reddit uh, for the sake of uh, getting involved with the Sanders for Reddit forum. Okay. Uh, if someone asks any questions, I try to give answers and give some suggestions on how to think about And, like, I've helped uh, uh, things with this new concept called face banking and all. Face banking or Facebook, uh, basically phone banking, but doing it through Facebook messaging. Yeah, that's right. Right. So, so you've been doing a lot of that? Yeah, uh, I've been doing that. Uh, but as I'm an Indian, I don't have a lot of American friends to do that. Okay. Um, can can I say your Reddit name? Can I say your Reddit username? Sure. Okay, it's Cod King one two three K O D K I N G one two three, and he's actually written. Uh, you've actually written a number of uh, pretty interesting and really detailed things on Reddit. So. Um, yeah. 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 We're both pretty active on Reddit, and we both we both write uh, quite a lot of stuff. My username is a literal mind a literal mind a l i t e r a l m i n d. Okay. So you uh, you wanted to. You wanted to talk uh, about some common, uh, what do you call it? Uh, common criticisms of Bernie and his uh, platform. Common criticisms, right? So we're going to focus on two, uh, focus on a few of those tonight. Um, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch. They're like he's a socialist, he's a communist, he he's, hasn't hardly passed anything, and he's not electable, and all these things. So we're just going to focus yeah. on a couple of these. So the ones we agreed to focus on are. Uh, uh the that his his ideas are too idealistic they're too pie in the sky they act they're they're great ideas but they can't be done um so what do you, what do you just uh can you address that part of it uh, so uh, yeah people start off saying that uh, his idea ideas are too unrealistic and he cannot think get things done 
and they say that that is a differentiating factor between him and Hillary Clinton where Hillary Clinton's are more pragmatic but people keep forgetting that uh, right now we have a completely obstructionist uh, congress which is controlled by the republicans where they're not even willing to do their own uh, job which is by the constitution uh, nominating the judges for the supreme court it's such a obstructionist congress it's not it's impossible to get anything done be it hillary's pra- pragmatic platform or bernie's idealistic platform whatever you call it right so saying one is pragmatist and one is idealist and one is going to go through the republican congress as other is not going to go through is not the right way to put it mhm and uh, we should not forget that uh, there is right now one active uh, republican uh, in the congress who is trying to impeach hillary and is all making process you can read some articles about it on washington post do you happen to Even know what, has, what the name of the congressman is uh i need to look it up but okay no, don't don't uh, have yeah. okay so so uh so hillary is pragmatic uh and she uh like for example her um her stance on obamacare is like we're already 90% of the way there so we shouldn't start over and have a contentious debate uh we should just go from 90 to 100 uh which i personally think is is nonsense um we're 90% of the way there and we're never going to go beyond that and uh, i think it's an argument i think also um you know 90% of the way there is pretty generous because uh like bernie says in every one of his speeches uh there's still the the affordable care act obamacare went a long way to to helping people and to getting rid of um uh pre-existing condition, conditions but there are still 30 million people that are uninsured and there are millions of people that are underinsured and have ridiculous copays uh and costs for med- for pills and everything and um the the obamacare to begin with is is bolted on top of our private insurance industry right yeah that's right so uh, it, it getting 90% of the way there to 100% of the way there is just saying let's keep using the private insurance industry private um uh uh what do you call it the private uh pharmaceutical industry and just basically continue allowing them to to take make profits off of people and you know Hillary Clinton says that she wants to lower the cost but what do you think what do you think uh uh is actually going to happen like which which one what do you think about these two approaches so uh i uh, i think this is out, little out of topic but uh, let's go in detail i'm fine with it Uh, because the original topic started differently but anyway so if you if you look at the plan hillary uh, says let's expand an obama uh, policy but we are to, we are completely forgetting that the accomplishment of uh, 90% coverage which hillary keeps uh, touting about has happened only in the first term in the second term nothing has happened so uh, obama tried his best to make that 90% 100% in the last four years nothing has happened so uh, how how will she uh, make the change in next four years if the last four years it was not successful so something to know and the con- congress dislikes hillary so much that you think that they're going to be i mean they're certainly not going to help hillary get this passed they're going to be just as obstructionist for her as they are for everybody else and they'll probably be even more so right yeah and uh, we have to 
one thing in mind uh, forget about uh, being they the congress hating hillary for, for a sec for example if the congress okay says that uh, i'm going to work with hillary hillary is a great lady and i'll work with her and they start uh, uh, doing everything and uh, they get everything done but once things get done obviously they lose the complete control over the the electorate because it shows that uh, hillary has achieved something which is regnes uh, they not they have no platform to run that hillary is a failure the coming election so obviously they never work with hillary because if hillary is successful they have nothing to depend upon uh, for the next platform saying that like uh, right now they say that obama is failure because uh, uh, obama care is not successful not everyone is covered and all these things so they have they need to have something to run on so be it hillary or bernie they'll obviously not completely accept what the platforms are there we have to compromise and work through so uh, what uh, whether it, they hate hillary or like hillary platform is not going to go through as it is i i agree with you and and i mean anything that bernie wants to get done uh the whole con- his whole concept is he can't get anything done if we don't stand with him and we certainly can't get anything done with a obstructionist congress and uh the only way that we're going to get anything done including universal health care medicare for all and starting starting over again which is not necessarily we're not starting over again we're gradually transitioning to medicare for all and we're certainly not going to be um compromising with this uh obstructionist congress that's that's not the point of the political revolution the point of the political revolution is that there is no compromising there is no possible way to compromise with this obstructionist congress and the way that we get around that is to replace them and that is that is the political revolution where we first are his protesters and we stand with him and when he says uh yeah this guy's not going to vote for uh medicare for all what do you think about that well maybe we should give him a little visit and then 100,000 people surround that office or protest that office and then he calls the politician he says hey uh i hear you're not going to be voting for this why don't you take a look out of your window uh, we're, these people are a little bit upset at you what do you think and uh you know that's how we get things done and eventually um the people outside that window start running for office and become the congress so i mean that's how everything he's going to going to talk about gets done it's just a matter of the people having faith that that the revolution has already begun so uh one thing i would like to add to what you said so far that is a uh, ideal world which uh, bernie is assuming once he becomes president but we cannot always stick with ideals we need to see the case if it fails and if we need to understand that even if it fails bernie can do a lot more see uh, one thing is political revolution is something which is really tough which needs a lot of uh, engagement from all the people of the con- this country and it might be tough to happen and this might be this where people say political revolution not not going to happen and so not going to vote for bernie but people forget that without the political revolution bernie has done a lot in the last 40 years uh, without the political revolution bernie has got the lo- the first audit of the fed it it has never happened before it was the first time oh, i, I didn't, actually didn't know it hadn't happened before i i i know i mean he he did it for uh an audit of the Fed after the 2008 crash I did not realize that that was the first one yeah that was uh, from uh, from what the research I have done so far that's one of the first ones at least uh, in the modern history we could say I didn't go th- go, go back to Abraham Lincoln and all but I don't know but mm-hmm. in the recent modern history that's the first one and uh, people say he's idealistic and all 
there he compromised drastically he, there uh, if you look at that particular incident for the particular issue uh, uh, ron paul and uh, bernie sanders worked together ron paul as an idealistic did not compromise people said that they would not agree or not people the congress said that they would not agree with regular uh, fed audits so bernie went ahead and said okay at least let's do it a fed audit every time something like an emergency occurs so he got that through till now it has happened only once but the next time something happens the fed audit audit is going to be automatic not going right. to the congress again so that's a huge achievement wait so so done. wait i didn't know this so you're saying that not they get audited but it is already said that they'll also set it up for future audits yeah it's for emergencies only no, uh, for what, what? Uh, oh, emergencies only emergencies only yeah so something like a bank crash happens next time it's going to be automatic Oh, I didn't that, know that. I, yeah. Okay, so, that's great. Uh, that's a good thing. And the second thing, uh, but, but, like, uh, if you look at the VA scandal, the VA scandal erupted in April 20th. Uh, but before the uh, VA scandal erupted, Bernie knew that the VA was not good. So in Feb 2012, he had a Congress, uh, sorry, Senate uh, meeting on the... VA and he proposed an amazing bill it had a lot of benefits for the VA which included study programs for the VA uh, sorry study programs for the vets uh, medical medical benefits for the vets and uh, other benefits for uh, the families of the vets right But this, this is the bill that he worked with John McCain and it was the, big, no, the biggest no sorry this is a bill which was he just worked on himself has the uh, thing of this this is oh. the bill which he worked in april uh, feb before the oh. uh, vs scandal and he put this through uh, the senate and even john mccain did not vote for it only two republicans voted for it okay so this was before the vs scandal and people say that he only got things through and he only proposed he worked only after the scandal but this that's wrong he worked before the scandal he tried his best and there's a video in uh, google in, in youtube channel where you see it says flashback republicans block vi benefits so that was in feb and then the scandal occurs in april and then in june they work with uh, bernie works with john mccain and then he gets the things through and that had almost 60 to 70% of the original bill the benefits of the original bill so bernie tries his best for things to get through if they don't work out he compromises and gets them things done and if you look go back and look at a lot of bernie's bills starting from 1990s most of them were amazing bills but they never got through but bernie didn't stop bernie passed small portions of the bills in the, in the form of amendments amendments look at the amendments most of the amendments are parts from his original bills so parts of the what parts of the original bills which is original uh, bill Okay. Yeah. So he he has sponsored extensive bills which which are amazing, which have a lot of benefits, but they never got through. So he he took portions of them, and whenever it was relevant, he passed them in the form of amendments. Okay. So uh, these amendments uh, include uh, amendment uh, to the Obama Care, where uh, community health centers uh, got a lot of benefits and a lot of funding. Okay. Uh, so the community health centers uh, are health centers which do, which do free service to the underprivileged and poor and homeless so they got a lot of benefits to these through one such okay. amendment 
and like that he uh, when uh, during uh, the 2000 2008 under the bush years when he was a congressman who passed the most number of amendments they were not small amendments they were they were really good amendments and this oh, yeah, no, no, he's done an enormous amount of things he's done an amount of things through through so, amendments said with billions so, and billions of dollars tens of billions of dollars of of benefits to to people i know that much yeah so uh, uh when people say that uh, without the political revolution nothing is going to get done people are forgetting that bernie has been working on so many things in the past without a political revolution where he has done so much right all by himself as a independent not a part of a major party so right. people need to remember that even if the political revolution fails bernie is going to get things to get the things through but they'll be obviously compromised like yeah. obama's where obama so, initially so there's so the two pieces uh, of Sorry. Yeah. There's, so there's two pieces of this. One is he does know how to compromise and he does get things done, even though yeah. the Congress's instructions. And the other side of it is, is political revolution. We don't try and compromise. We, you know, the, the compromise is not the point. We're not trying to compromise with the instructions of Congress, you know, in a larger sense. In small senses, he can get just as you said. He can get a lot of things done by focusing on small, smaller goals. But in a larger sense, um, it's not a matter of compromising. because they they just they have their choice is to not compromise period they don't want to compromise and in that in that sense in a larger long term sense um it's a matter of not not compromising at all it's a matter of replacing um so okay we need to move on to the next issue which is um uh uh electability can you talk about electability and democratic versus independent actually which one let's let's, let's focus on All right, let's talk about electability and that's going to have to be the last issue um uh so, so we can go into depth on this. So can you talk about the electability part? So what's what's sure. what's the what's the uh perception and what's the reality? Sure. Uh, so when uh I see a lot of uh Hillary supporters talk, they say that the main, main reason uh they're not going to vote for Bernie is because he's not electable. And by electable they mean that he's not ready for the uh in national election where he has not been voted enough and he's not uh, he's too left and he'll not be liked by the people so these are the common themes i keep hearing so uh, he can't be a republican to... because of these reasons i'm sorry he can't be a republican because of these reasons yeah he can't be a republican that's right sorry yeah yeah that's right uh, that's what they i keep hearing that's so, that's a uh, perception yeah go ahead yeah so first thing is people keep say, saying that hillary has been the uh, limelight for uh, the many number of years where, where she has been continuously been vetted and she's ready for uh, the white house and all the attacks from republicans but they keep forgetting that bernie has been an independent who has been both the major parties from the last 30 years where from the starting of his election uh, the time as a mayor in 1980 and 1981 yeah yeah 1981 he always ran against both democrats and republicans and at both times they were big political machines in vermont they were not small things like bernie where it was a single person campaign they were huge people with senators democratic senators republican senators they were all coming to vermont and campaigning and all but still bernie won and right uh, If you look at his uh, 2006 Senate campaign, 
that senate campaign exactly uh, looks like a, a race between bernie and trump uh, that oh. the, was that the one with the uh, the richest person in in Vermont? one of the richest persons one of the richest persons okay. so if if we go into that uh, that 2006 campaign in little detail the the guy who ran against bernie was rich tarrant bernie which piece of people side okay and, and that guy was was a self-made millionaire who made a lot of businesses and a lot of investments and he was right. self-funding his campaign right and he invested uh, around 7 million of his own money on in the campaign which okay. was huge at, at that time and burned himself raised around 5 million so it was not a okay uh, but it had outraised him but right. still, and he and he was running so many negative ads like this burning saying that Bernie was a was supported child monsters uh and Bernie was for uh so many negative ads ran somebody what Bernie negative ads negative ads yeah he he pumped the negative ads all over the place and yeah. uh and I believe Bernie won on a in a landslide yeah Bernie won uh, like 65 or 70% of the vote right right so yeah, yeah that's an interesting comparison and it's not so far off from from if if he were to run against Trump um he he's so he was elected he's been elected official for 35 years three of those years he were he took had a three year break in there but so 32 years of being an elected official starting in 1981 he was a mayor for four years for four terms he was elected reelected three times the first time he won against a six term incumbent uh and he won with 10 he won by 10 and then then he uh ran for for house of representatives he he won he was reelected seven times so eight terms as a house of representative a representative for Vermont and then he was two terms as a congressman he's in his currently in his second term and i mean he's won a lot of elections and he's won a lot of them in landslides and uh and he's never run a negative ad and he doesn't accept big money so the the fact that he can't under he can't um handle someone like Trump is uh it's, it's nonsense it's just nonsense and not yeah. to mention polls because you talk about polls yeah sure so uh, uh we keep hearing that Hillary is the one who's go- getting the majority of the votes so she should be the winner but people keep forgetting that uh the recent polls show that the majority of the country are independents 40% of Uh, the country are right now registered as independents mm-hmm. and uh, so they are the ones who decide the elections not the republicans or not the democrats so person who can attract the independents is the one who's going to win it right so uh, i've analyzed all the elections uh, sorry all the primaries and caucuses that have happened so far and you what through all the primaries what i've analyzed all the democratic analyzed you caucus. analyzed it okay go ahead uh the exit polls and all and i've seen that uh, the lowest bernie ever got in the independence was 33% of the vote 33 that was yeah and that was in the recent uh what was it mississippi where he in total he got only uh, like 18% or 16% of the vote oh in this in this current primary season you analyzed that what you said yeah so he got 33% of independence in mississippi where he got where he got absolutely demolished overall yeah still there okay. and 
if you look at the other one which was alabama where he got 18% of the vote there he got 45% of the uh, independent vote and in where, every wait, other wait, say that again where he got 40% where in alabama in alabama where he got utterly trashed okay yeah that was 80% 40% of independents 45 35% of independents a very very right. big number so it's 45 in alabama it's 45 45% 45% of the independent votes in Alabama, where he yeah, lost like 80 to 12 or 80 to 16 or whatever it was. 80, it, he got 18% of the total vote. 18. Out of which, yeah, one eight. Okay. He got 45%. And in every other uh, primary or caucus, he got the majority of the independent vote, even the ones he lost. Hmm. So it's pretty clear that the independents prefer him if you just look at the primary and caucus uh, exit polls and entrance polls and whatever you call it mm-hmm. so uh, we need to keep in mind that uh, independents might not uh, uh, engage a lot in these primaries and caucus because they are closed caucus and they closed mm-hmm. primaries and all but right. when, the th- when the time the, the no- no- November elections come obviously they are going to vote and this whole uh, results show that Bernie is the one who attracts the independents. Yep. Yep. And independents are only a portion of the vote. And we need to uh, remember that it's really tough to excite the uh, millennials and the people under 30 to come out and vote. And Bernie right. is the one who is exciting them. And if you look at the millennials, it's also a case where in, I'm not t- checked it, but the majority of the Results, he has won majority vote of the millennials, even in cases where he has lost. So these two are very key for the success of a Democrat in the November elections. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's important. So that's about the independent vote. Right. Well, uh, clearly he's electable. So, I mean, not being called, being called non-electable is simply a negative marketing campaign. Yeah, so it's clearly to, not reality. So, yeah, and to, uh, keep in mind that Bernie, in the last uh, eight months or ten months in the uh, election season, he has not been running an negative campaign against Hillary. Even though he's not what? He's not what? He's not running a negative campaign against Hillary. Negative, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, so he's not talking about the emails. He's not talking about the FBI email investigation. He's not talking about uh, the Benghazi thing. He's not talking about any of those things. That's right. So, Hillary has been protected so far. But once, if Hillary becomes a nominee, Trump is going to use every all of the, all of these things, Agnester. Yeah, our, our theory is is that Hillary will be utterly trashed by Trump, and Trump will be utterly trashed by Bernie Sanders. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the, I'm trying to give an explanation to the theory, because uh, saying that uh, he's going to use email and FBI. It sounds good for the people and all, and the media is going to completely cover it, and it's going to be a media fest where all the negative things about Hillary is going to come out once Trump becomes the nominee, where he's going to be trashing her every single day, like That's he right. does now, the Republicans. That's right. And yep. uh, as you and we keep in mind, the favorability numbers, Hillary has the lowest favorability numbers among the Democrats, Democratic candidates. His only, her favorability numbers are only higher than Trump in all the candidates 
look so hard. So with favorability, yeah. His favorability yeah. is enormous. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, so with the negative favorability ratings, if the attacks are uh, go on, her favorability ratings are going to fall much further. It's going to go bad. We need to remember this. Whereas Bernie's are the highest favorability ratings in all the candidates. Highest favorability. Yeah. And this matters a lot. Right. All right. Well, unfortunately, I, I know it's not totally done what we're talking about, but we need to we need to stop. But um, I, I really appreciate your insights, Sri, and uh, sure. um, uh, this has been very interesting. So clearly, uh, these arguments are are nonsense, and uh, hopefully, we'll try and get them out there and, and fight the good fight, and hopefully, we'll get into office. So, um, sure. so Sri is an Indian uh, citizen in Indiana. And is uh coding one two three on, on Reddit, K O D K I N G on one two three on Reddit. Um write some very interesting things. So um thank you for your time. Thanks for talking with me sure. and uh I'll see you back on Reddit. Sure. Thank you. All right. Bye bye.